Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stefo Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. Yes, and it is February 3rd, 2022, my least favorite month to say out loud because whoever created this month really wanted to see how ridiculous I sounded trying to say it on the mic. Yeah, for I sure. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. But it is also Black History Month in the United States. And though we do typically like to focus more outside of the U.S. for women around the world, because, you know, the world, uh, mm-hmm. we did want to do a quick roundup of a few of the amazing Black women in the U.S. And uh, we wanted to celebrate who they were and what they were doing. But let's be honest, this should be celebrated all day, every day, um, and not just for one month, which happens to be the shortest month at that But that's for a different show entirely, I know. (laughs) So we did want to do a quick feature on a few of the women of the U.S. And I promise we will be going back to women around the world. No worries. Yes, yes, no worries. (laughs) We wanted to start with Nicole Hannah-Jones, who is a Pulitzer Prize winning journalist and author. She has been a fierce advocate in racial justice and equality and has been no stranger to controversy within the United States. With the continued outcry against critical race theory, which has become... A political hotbed, Hannah Jones has been pushed into the limelight with her work and activism, specifically with projects like the 1619 Project, which examined the history of slavery in the United States. In the 1619 Project, there was a re-examination of the legacy of slavery in the United States at the anniversary of the 1619 arrival of the first enslaved people to Virginia. Quote, This framing challenges the idea that American history began with the signing of the Declaration of Independence in 1776 or with the arrival of the Pilgrims in 1620. The project has been expanded to podcasts, more articles, books, and even a docuseries on Hulu. And she said about her project, quote, people are hungry for this information. They want to have a better understanding of their country and its most vexing problems. The expansion across platforms is critical because it allows us to reach more people and to provide some of the missing understandings that will hopefully move us to become a more just country. And of course, when she earned her Pulitzer, they stated, quote, sweeping, provocative, and personal essay for the groundbreaking 1619 Project, which seeks to place the enslavement of Africans at the center of America's story, prompting public conversation about the nation's founding and evolution. And it's not her only recognition. She's also a MacArthur Grant Fellowship winner, Time Magazine's 100 in 2021, and NAACP Image Award for Social Justice Impact. Right. And uh, when we were talking about her being in the limelight, she had been denied at UNC, uh, her school, uh, for tenure, which caused a huge uproar because it was definitely a racial bias in a conversation about her project because there's a lot of criticism as to the 1619 Project by a lot of conservatives. She was eventually given uh, the tenureship and rejected it and went on to go to Howard University, and I believe that's where she is today. But it was a big deal, and there was a lot of conversation that happened in the United States. States, and again, where we are today politically, which is not pretty, especially when it comes to critical race theory and what it is and very big misunderstanding of what it is, which is, again, another conversation. 
But moving on, uh, we wanted to talk about Joanne Bland, who is a social and racial justice activist who has been uh, doing this work since being a young child. At 11, she participated in the march in Selma and witnessed the injustices of what we know now as Bloody Sunday. Uh, she later joined the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee, or the SNCC, in the 60s and continued her activism since then. Today, she is the owner and operator of Journeys for the Soul, which is, quote, a touring agency that specializes in civil rights tours with a major focus on Selma, Alabama. All the guys are participants of the voting rights struggle and each share their unique personal accounts of their involvement. The tours are designed to give you a front row seat to civil rights and the empowerment to be involved in your local communities, elections, and most importantly, to understand why it is important for you to use your right to vote. And that was all from that site, uh, Journeys for the Soul. So you definitely should check that out. And she isn't stopping there. She plans to create a foot soldiers park and education center where the march began. And about her projects, she said, quote, my vision is to show every visitor and especially every child that they have the power to make change in their community. It is my greatest hope that this city and the sites are treasured and honored long after all of us, the original foot soldiers have passed. Oh, powerful. And she's probably one of the most experienced in getting projects like these off the ground with her many experiences in civil rights activism and her position as the founder and director of the National Voting Rights Museum in Selma, Alabama, as well as the fact that she's a renowned speaker and activist uh, all around the country. Like she's been featured in so many platforms. Uh, so she's a pro at this for sure. Yes. And then we wanted to talk about Leah Thomas, who is an environmental and social justice activist. She is the founder of Intersectional Environmentalist Platform. She describes herself as a, quote, eco-communicator. In an article written for the Columbia Climate School, they describe Thomas's work, which, quote, emphasizes environmental justice and the convergence of environmentalism with social justice issues, including the Black Lives Matter BLM movement. Coining the term intersexual environmentalism in an Instagram post which went viral in 2020, she explains this as, quote, an inclusive version of environmentalism that advocates for both the protection of people and the planet. In her uh, InStyle article, which, and by the way, we got these names from their article, Badass 50s, so really cool. She is quoted as saying, I want resources and funding to go to BIPOC-led environmental justice organizations, activists, and research institutions so that people of color will no longer face the brunt of climate injustice. Um, and I think we've talked about this before in our environmental feminism episode, but how it does affect along those lines and why we need to see this as beyond just environmentalism, but it is about feminism and racism as well, ableism as well. So we need to make sure that we are paying attention to the intersectionality of what environmental issues are. And she is releasing her first book, uh, The Intersectional Environmentalist, How to Dismantle Systems of Oppression to Protect People Plus Planet, and it should be released in March of this year. And yes, we're going to be putting that on our book club episode, definitely on our uh, list, because I'm yeah. excited to see that, because that is an amazing amount of work. Uh, and you guys should go and look at her site, greengirllea.com. Uh, she's got some amazing information and just a conversation about her upcoming book. And I think it's really important that we do continue to see that. And we always love to shout out people who are coining new terms that should be a part of feminist terminology. So intersectional environmentalist is now going to be in my repertoire. Yeah, and I, I think that's hugely important. And I, I'm very excited to read this book. I'm excited to talk about all these women. So amazing. Just a sampling of the the work that they've done. Please, listeners, you know we love suggestions of people we should be talking about. 
um, books we should be reading, resources, yeah. all of it. Uh, please send it our way. You can email us at stephmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram at stuff I've never told you. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Who is also a badass. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> and thanks to you for listening. Stuff I Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 